Hello and welcome to the Freedom Baptist Church podcast from Freedom Baptist Church in Minneola, Texas, where we're free from the chains of sin and death. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. Whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel, the same shall save him. 
For what profit, uh, what, what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful nation of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in glory and the glory with the Father and the Holy Angels. Let's go to the Lord's Prayer. Father, now we ask for the blessing of your word, reading of the word. Father, I ask now that you just go before me. Give the people ears to hear what they need to hear. Take away from what the message is from what they need. Father, I ask that you would use me one more time. Dear God, I pray that you just bless the message. In Jesus' mighty name I ask Amen. I want to tell you all about something. What is your soul worth? What is your witness worth? What is your life worth? Carolina? You see, the world would have us think that we're all a mistake. That there is no God. There's no right or reason for anything. We're all just here out of happenstance. The, the Big Bang Theory tells us that first of all, there was nothing, and then it exploded. And all things came to, into being. But that's not what our word says. Well, what does the word say about you? Number one, that you were created. What were you created for? You were created for fellowship with the Lord. You were, you were created for a purpose. And that purpose is fellowship in the Garden of Eden. Adam was created for God. We love ourselves. What is our soul worth? What is it? What what do we do when we come to the Lord? We we first of all we were created. We were created in God's image to have fellowship with Him. Well, not, what does that mean? It means God designed you. Everything about you. Nothing that happens to you, nothing that happens with for you, it takes God by surprise. You see, God standing in the background, He knows all things. Have you ever considered that God has never considered anything? He was all knowing from the beginning. He knows all. He sees all. And one day he looked down and he said, this world needs a Miss Pat. This world needs a Renee. This world needs a Peggy. What for? To tell the people, to tell the world about me. But we run from our calling. We run from what God has got for us to do. And we get in trouble. We get our eyes. We take our eyes off God. We take our eyes off the prize. We, we, there are many now that, that are selling their soul for a song. For riches and glory that's going to be packed, that 
and it's going to pass away. God created you. God designed you. You're not a mistake. You're not a mistake. You have a purpose. You have a great design. You are so important to God that he sent his son. He sent his son that you might be saved. That's how important your soul is. That he sent his son to die. That John Smith might be forgiven. One day, God in his infinite wisdom saw that John Smith needed a savior. John Smith was stolen his immortal soul away. John Smith was doing ungodly things, and God looked down and forgave John Smith for everything that I've ever done. He forgave. So what does that mean? It means, number one, that I'm chosen. It means you're chosen. You're chosen for a particular reason, and that reason is to give glory and honor to God. All these things that are happening in our lives, all this, for lack of a better term, hell that's going on in our lives, is there for one reason. That God might give the glory. You see, this whole life is not about God's death. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. We call the word history. The word history is his story. It starts with Jesus. It starts with God. It ends with God. And it will ever be with God. For his honor and glory. God chooses to use human instrumentality. God chooses to put us through these trials and tribulations that we can come through the other side and be that witness. You're chosen. John 15 tells us that you didn't choose me. I chose you. That you could go and bear fruit and that your fruit remained. But we don't hear that. The majority of churches today, all we want to do is get them down here to the altar, make a profession of faith, get them in that water and throw them away. But Jesus said, Go ye into all nations and make disciples. Go ye into many Old Testaments and make disciples. God chose me. He redeemed me by his grace. What is grace? It's unmerited favor. It's God's riches at Christ's expense. You see, Jesus died for John Smith. Jesus didn't die so that John Smith could walk around with a scowl on his face going, woe is me. Look how bad I've got. Finances are failing. Me and my wife point me out. Yeah, I'm preaching to me. As I generally do. But God created me for a reason. He created you for a reason. He gave you God's grace for a reason. And he gave you a future. 
If God had wanted, if the whole idea of God was to get you to heaven, he would have taken you to heaven when you got saved. But Jesus didn't die to save you from hell. He decided he died to get the hell out of you. Heaven is just a side benefit. Heaven is being with, with God forever. But we lowball what God has done for us. Now we're fixing to get to the crux of the message. This was all just leading up. Y'all thought I had something going. This is all. I don't think I where I lost it. Go to 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter, and the 21st verse. This verse, this one verse, is the center point. 2 Corinthians 5. This is the last key of the entire Bible. The Old Testament, the New Testament be the last verse in chapter 5. The last verse in chapter 5. And if I get my glasses on, I'll read it. I want you to listen to this. This is the price of our souls. This is how much God loved us. This is how much God loved Brandy. And Brandy is in the presence of the angels looking down on us right now. I want you to listen to this. These, these short 21 verses say the entire Bible. For he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made, anybody want to finish that? The righteousness of God in him. Several things here. He has made him who knew no sin to be sin. Do you realize this short psalm 2,000 years ago, there was a man that walked on the face of the earth that never committed sin. He was born from, went from a virgin womb to a virgin tomb. If he hadn't been, there would have been no salvation for any of us. I don't care what anybody said. They will tell you now, well, it's a mistranslation that she wasn't a virgin. She was a young girl. No, the word said that she was a virgin. It prophesied back in Isaiah. From a virgin womb to a virgin tomb, and he rose again, that we might be raised in the newness of life. Did you get that? He who knew no sin became sin. That you, Don Smith, Laura Smith, Peggy, Rustin, Lacey, that we might be made the righteousness of God. How easily do we sell the blood of Jesus Christ? You see, sorry about that. How easily? What do we sell it for? 
Do we sell it for fishing tournaments? Do we sell it for a new bass boat? Do we sell it for a Dallas Cowboy game? What do we sell it for? The righteousness of God in Him. That's why we talk about so much about walking in the Spirit. If you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That is a promise from Almighty God. You want to know how, why you're being so tempted? Number one, that God gets glory when you say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to stay with God. Everything that comes to us is in order that God might get the glory. The problems that we have, the things that we go through, the children that are acting a fool, that are acting an idiot, the, the, the exes that we had, that, that lie, whatever. It's all for God's glory that you might be made the righteousness of God in Him. You see, all things, A-L-L, all things worketh to the good, to them that love the Lord, to them that are called according to His purpose. Some things, no, all. Everything's happening to you right now. Every bad thing is happening to you right now. Finances, health, wealth, whatever you've got. Everything that's happening to you, everything that's coming against your family and brothers and sisters, let me tell you, I ain't never seen the devil work like he's working in this church right here. Why? It's for your honor and glory to give God the glory. We go through these things so that God can get honor out of these things. We go through these things not only does not only does it, he get the glory of his taking when we see these mighty prayers answered, when we see those prayers answered, when we see those seed cords coming up through the ground, when we see these things turned around, when we see God working in these things, we it increases our faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But if we lowball Christ, if we lowball our salvation, the price that Jesus paid for, the, for our salvation, and not only did he pay for our salvation to where we were, where we were made in right standing with him, but he lifted us up in newness of life. No longer do we have to obey the, the old flesh. No longer do we have to worship at those idols that we worship. No longer. Do we have to give the devil glory in our life? He is a defeated foe. He doesn't even have the, the keys to his own house. And very shortly, Jesus is going to put him under his heel for the last time. Because whether he realizes or not, Jesus is coming back. And I don't think it's going to be very long. But folks, you see, the things that we're going through right now, the hell that we're going through as a church, as a family, He might he might get the glory. Because that's where our faith is built. Faith is not built by, by sitting up here living two hours on a Sunday and, and, and clapping. Faith is built in the trenches. Where was Daniel's faith built? Where was Daniel's faith built? Where were the Hebrew children's faith built? Where 
children of Israel, excuse me, and stop. Where was their faith built? Was it back on the land or was it out there in the storm? So when you're going through the storm, when you're going through hell itself, when you don't think it can get any worse, when Peter, when, when, I'm going to give you this, this is the caution of it. When Peter called unto Jesus and said, Bid me come. He got out on the water, by the way, there was lead still in the boat. So don't criticize Peter too hard. When he was out in, we got out there walking in the water, he took his eyes off Jesus. And Jesus said, by the way, this is going to be good. Jesus picked him up. How did he get back in the boat? Jesus took him. So when you're in that battle, when you're in that storm, when you slip and you take your eyes off Jesus for a moment, Jesus is there to pick you up. Not only is he there to pick you up, he's there to put his arms around you and walk you back to the boat. And it said that the storm calmed. It said they were at the other side. So these things that we're going through, this, this, the straight demonic things that we're going through in our life, the things the devil's putting our children through, putting our grandchildren through, putting us through, when we don't know if we're going to make it another day. It's for his glory. So that we can step out outside and say, Lord, if that's you, bid me come. What Jesus says. Come on. Come on. We're human. Just like Peter. We get out there, we see the storm, we see the waves around us. Let him go down. And Jesus That ain't Don saying it. That's the word of God. We got to decide if, if, if God didn't mean what he said, why didn't he say what he meant? He's God. And he didn't. He, he, I mean, how many of you would like to have Jesus walk, walking back to the boat? Huh? And while the 11 were talking about him, you don't think people are going to talk about it? Yeah, I knew. I knew this lady, I knew she took her eyes off the Lord. I knew she was going to go down. Yeah, but she just picked her up and brought her home. Yeah. And when your faith fails, and when you take your eyes off Jesus, Jesus is there. Why? Because your soul surrendered. Because of what Jesus did on the cross. Not anything to do with John Smith, except accepting the reality that there was nothing Don Smith could do to earn my way to heaven. That's what grace is. That's what grace means. There's nothing Don Smith could do to get to heaven. But what's the old song? Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson saint. He So I want to ask you now. Did Jesus wash blood of sin? I'm not necessarily talking about salvation. I'm talking about getting out there and taking your eyes off Jesus. And don't think that, that you're alone because we all have our moment of doubt on the cross. Jesus is there to arm you up. See, these are what we call 
precious promises from the Word of God. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Well, we got to decide. Is Jesus with us? Is Jesus real enough to make that commitment? What's that word? All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence and in Him. I surrender all. I'm sorry, you got to put up my saying. But let me tell you something about the altar. And then we're going to get out of here. You know what the altar's for? Do you know what happens when the priest made sacrifice for the sins of people? They put it on the altar and it was burned up. It was burned up. Hebrews 12 9 tells us, for our God is a consuming fire. What's burning you? got anything, if Don Smith's got anything in his life that he had to put on the altar and let God, God burn up and there's no one thing, one thing to it about when it burns up on the altar, there ain't nothing left to pick up. You see, Don's forever picking back up the tables. But when you truly surrender, there ain't nothing left to pick up. Just take each other. We're going to have a couple of short burgers. I hope that y'all got something out of this? The Lord knows I did. Whenever we take our eyes off, whenever we're tempted, whenever we're tempted to go back to the world and look at what everybody else that's around us is doing, 